Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, welcome to Picks and Parlays right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You can find us here every Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. You can find us just about anywhere that you're at on the web. Check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and of course, the big time, the main site, picksandparlays.net. That's where we keep 35 of the world's very finest handicappers. They're armed with all the information that you need to make some money at the sports book. My name's Allie Burns. I'm going to be your host for today. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Plus Money Honey. And I have got all of your free sports book, free sports picks for Thursday, March the 5th. We're going to start things off with Alex Smarty Pants Smarts and our NHL Rapid Fire. Move on to Sean Higgs. He's going to talk to us about college hoops. This is the time you really need some serious information because the heat is on. And we're going to wrap things up with Craig Trapp. He's going to talk NBA with us. Love some Craig Trapp picks. Uh, so grab yourself a pen, grab yourself a pad, and get ready to roll. I would like to take this opportunity to wish everyone a happy Multiple Personalities Day. I don't think I have multiple personalities, but my ex-husband might disagree with that. I do have multiple personalities on the show today, and they're all experts. So that is really exciting. All right, we're going to wrap things up before we get things started. So get that pen and paper, and we'll be right back with the NHL Rapid Fire with Alex Smarty Pants Smart. Hey, guys, and welcome back to the show. As promised, it's time for the NHL Rapid Fire with Alex Smart. Alex, are you there? I'm here, Allie. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you for asking. All right, are you ready for some NHL Rapid Fire? We've got some good ones here. Yeah, sure. Fire away. <laughs> Don't get too excited, Alex, okay? Mellow out. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start with the Penguins and Buffalo. Pitt is 38, 21, and 6. They have a lot of injuries. They are coming off a win at home against Ottawa, 7-3. to Pretty impressive, but not as unimpressive as the six games in a row that they lost before that. Buffalo's 29, 29, and 8. They've also lost four in a row, but all of those were on the road. Their home record is 19, 10, and 4. They just lost at Winnipeg 3-1. to I'm showing Pitt, minus 165, and Buffalo, plus 150. Who turns it around first? Well, you know, we've got value here with Buffalo all the way. Uh, the Sabres have won their last four home games, and they're 5-1 and one in their last six versus the Eastern Conference. And they've been pretty good underdog picks of late, too. They're, they've cashed five of their last seven. And, you know, there's value on this team. They're, they're playing hard for the simple reason that, you know, this, this season's over for them over and over again. Guys like Eichel, who still want to make statements late in the season. And, uh, you know, Pittsburgh's going to, you know, just uh, float, I think, into the playoffs. And you can see they're a little banged up. So we'll see what happens here. But I, I like Buffalo uh, with the value. All right. Feeling froggy? Take a doggy. Okay, so we're going to go Bruins and the Predators. Boston is 42, 13, and 12 on a three-game winning streak. Just won at Tampa Bay, 2-1. to one. They are number one in the Atlantic, and they're cruising into Florida, who's 33, 26, and 7. Number four in the Atlantic. They've lost three straight. The last one was at their own home against Calgary, 3 to nothing. 16, 4, and 3 at home. I'm showing Boston minus 140. I've got to say I like that even though it's a favorite. What do you think? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you're going to get Boston on 140, this is a team right now, they just beat Tampa Bay the other night. They're obviously, in my opinion, anyway, and in, on the statistical metric East. And uh, they're going to be hard to beat even going into the playoffs. This team is built like the old Western Conference teams were built. Tough as nails, can score from a lot of different lines, and uh, they play great defense and they have fantastic goaltending. I mean, what more do you want in the Stanley Cup champion? And, you know, I look at them now. It was Tampa Bay. We're just talking futures tickets here. Tampa yeah. Bay or Boston. Boston cruises ahead because Tampa's is injured with Tampa Bay. By the way, their number one scorer, one of the top goal scorers in the, the entire NHL. He's gone for Tampa, so that's why I'm saying Boston now. And that buck 40. See, that's that good information I was telling the people about. All right, so we're going to go Washington Capitals and the Rangers. Capitals are number one in the Metro. They're 40-19-6, really impressive. Uh, no injuries, coming off a win at Minnesota, 4-3. to three. Uh, but I've heard that goaltending is an issue with them. Uh, Jerry Murray, their rookie goaltender, 0-4 in the month of February. So hopefully he can turn that around. New York Rangers, 35-27-4, have lost the last three. Uh, last one was on their home ice in St. Louis, 3-1. to uh, I'm showing Washington minus 140, New York plus 120. The total's at 6.5. I don't know. I kind of like that total. Am I wrong? I don't think you're wrong. The Rangers are going to want to leave a wide open. They're not going to the playoffs this year, even though they've flown under the radar, unless something miraculously happens. I don't think they're mathematically eliminated. But the New York Rangers are not going to the playoffs. Despite of how well they played over the last month, Washington, on the other hand, is. That's a team that's a direct competition for the Boston Bruins. Going into this last month, it's really important to get your sort of playoff mode, your head head on straight and I think that's what we're going to see we're going to see Washington playoff mode Rangers open it up and that's the kind of team that can take you down really quickly the Washington Capitals and they've won seven of the last eight meetings here so you know from a recent historical standpoint Washington has an edge at least all right Alex Smart says take Washington minus 140 okay we're going to move on to Dallas and Nashville the Stars are 37 21 and 8 they've got a few injuries they've lost three straight uh, last one was at home against Edmonton, two to one. They've got a decent road record, 18-11-5. Now they're cruising into Nashville, 32-26-8 uh, and eight is their record for the season. They've also got some injuries, also lost their last three. Last one was at Minnesota, three to one. Um, I'm seeing some reverse line movement on the Stars. They opened at plus 104, now they're at minus 105. Nashville opened 115, they're still at 115. And a lot of juice on that under five and a half. It's juiced at minus 125. What do you think about this one? A lot of movement here. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of movement, you know, because the, the value obviously is lying here with Dallas. I mean, Dallas right. has played for the most part uh, very, very good defensive hockey at this time of the season. Nashville, their big thing is all of a sudden they're starting to score, but in, at the same time they're allowing goals too. So right. for me, I, I look at this and I, I, I understand can't, uh, absolutely what's going on here with that line and uh, look for some more reverse line movement, a few more bucks worth at least. Right. Why not? We got until game time, you know. They haven't dropped that puck yet. Okay, well, so we're going gonna... to... Oh, yeah, sorry. But, you know, no. the thing is, uh, just quickly, Nashville, this is going to be their third game of four nights. I don't think it's a good situation for them at all either, so, you know, from that standpoint. Yeah, well, that's always a really good point, too. Like, on back-to-backs, yeah. and especially three games in four nights is no joke. And you yeah. got to travel yeah. places and stuff, you know? Okay, yeah, so, so we're going to do... Very, very hard game. 
We're going to do Toronto and L.A. Maple Leafs 35-24-8. Coming off a loss at San Jose 5-2. They won three of their last five. Pretty good road team, 18-15-1. And, and they're going to play L.A. Kings, who are 25-35-6. And, and that's so great. However, they managed to win three in a row. The last one was here in Vegas at BGK 4-1. Uh, I'm showing Toronto minus 175, LA plus 155, and a total of six. Again, that over is juiced. What do you think about this one? Well, you know, once again, I'm going to look at the money line here, and I'm going to tell you right off the bat, uh, the Leafs are too inconsistent of a team, extremely talented, but too inconsistent to, you know, be laying this much lumber on the road against a team that still has a lot to play for. I know they're not going to the playoffs. They have a lot to play for from a – uh, player standpoint. I really, they're trying to make impressions for next season. It's a young team. It's a tough team. If you've watched any of LA's games uh, lately, you'd be pretty impressed by how hard they've been playing. And uh, right till the end of the season, I look at them as a value player on any given night against an inconsistent Leafs team. I think we've got, some, I think we've got some value here. Absolutely. I love it. Plus 155 on the Kings. I am not afraid of that at all. Okay. Yeah, the, the home team has won five of the last six meetings, and the Leafs have lost four of the last five meetings here in L.A. We're, we're deep in – well, how far into this road trip are we? We're a few games in anyway, so they're, they're, they're tired. It, it's, it's, a right, it's a right spot. Huh. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay, so we're going to do Minnesota Wild at the San Jose Sharks. Uh, Minnesota 33-26-7. Just one at home against Nashville, 3-1. to one. Uh, they've won four of their last five. On the road, they're 14, 15, and two, so kind of even keel there. San Jose Sharks, my rival, 29, 33, and four. They're on a three-game win streak. All those games were at home. That's where they are tonight. Uh, last one was a win versus Toronto, the inconsistent, unstable Maple Leafs, five to two. Um, this is another one I noticed a lot of line movement on. The Wild Open at minus 115. I'm seeing it minus 105. Um, and San Jose's at minus 105. What do you think about this? You know, uh, ho a lot of uh, professional hockey bettors, uh, guys that, well, we'll just say guys that are willing to, to lay big change on these games. You'll see, you'll see these reverse line movements, and you see a lot of this stuff come down uh, based just on metrics. Like, they don't always look at a hockey game like regular people look at a hockey game. You know, like, uh, I won't call them amateurs, but somebody just – Looking at a hockey game, they look at the metrics that are involved and the value that's attached to the number, uh, uh, like the Wild, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, there was reverse line movement on San Jose going the other way, correct? Right. Right. So they're just looking at value here. Wild have won their last five games on the road. And to me, I think, you know, there's not always value with an underdog. You know, there, there are spots you have to hit. As we all know, favorites win a majority of the time and they're favorites for a reason the wild yeah. are favorites and they deserve to be favorites here right all right alex well, so thank you looking for value there's a few people out there looking for value as always with this well yeah that's the whole freaking point of what we're doing here making money yeah. right yeah. Yeah, <laughs> all right fun. alex it's great to see you again thank you for all that information yeah, and i will catch you next time you guys thank sit you. tight Take care. you too you guys sit tight. I'll be right back with Sean Higgs and some MD NCAA college hoops. Hey, guys, and welcome back. It's time for some college hoops. It's my very favorite segment that we do. And I've got one of my very favorite cappers on. Sean Higgs, are you there? 
I am here, Allie. How are you tonight? I am fantastic. I'm excited to get your opinion on these matchups. This is like crunch time, man. It is, and you know what? It's a good time because I'm red hot this week. 7-3-1 and one out of the gate here in college hoops, 4-1-1 in my tournament play, so I'm excited. You know, Crushing love these tournaments, it. especially the early ones here. It's fun. fun. Yeah. A lot of good action. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to start off with one of my – it's been one of my favorite teams all year has been Illinois. They're going to be at Ohio State. I expect this game to be, like, lights out, box-to-wire game. Illinois 20-9, to number 23 in the nation, three in the Big Ten, won four straight, uh, just coming off a win versus Indiana, 67-66. to Ohio State 20-9, and number 19 in the nation, seven in the Big Ten. They've won three straight. Last one was versus Michigan, 77-73. to Got to watch out for those three-pointers at Ohio State. I'm showing them as the home favorite, minus 6.5, and, and a total of 131.5. What do we do? I'm seeing, I'm seeing it actually trickle down here to a, a 6, a plus 6 now on the Illini. And Ooh. I got to tell you, I'm like you. I like this Illini team, and they are tough. You know, you think back just a month ago, they ran off seven row in January. They looked unbelievable. You know, big turnaround from last year, from 12 oh, and 20, geez. whatever they were, and flipped, flipped the record around. Uh, then they lost four in a row, but now seems to be clicking on all cylinders. Four straight wins, you mentioned. Yep. You got to like the points here. The only thing, you know, you see six and a half points. That's that's kind of a big number. I know Ohio State's also a ranked team, and people put their whatever you want to think about ranked teams, whatever. So I'm a little sketchy about the six. You know, if it was like three or four, I'd be like, okay, six just seems a little high. But I, you know, I'm still I'm still taking Illinois. I still think this is going to be like like a 64-63, some kind of tight game down to the wire, but. I, it does, it'll keep it off. I, I still might play it as a, a premium play, but that six just, I wish it was four. Four, I'm all in, 100% as a, as a big move. Six, it's, it's, it's just one of those things. You sometimes look at a number and be like, why is it that high? I mean, right. as I said, Illinois, they're at the top They're at the top of the Big Ten. You know, Ohio State's in the middle, 10 and 8, their record. You know, they're, so that's the only thing I would worry about. The number's a little sketchy to me, but I still like Illinois. So I'll, I'll take Illinois plus a six. You can never go wrong with extra points, I guess, right? Yeah, that's just <laughs> it. I always I like six and a halfs because it's like in football, like you're on the wrong side of seven or the right side of seven. To me, six and a half is two possessions, and two yep. possessions works for me. You know, So I want to be on the right side of two possessions is how I think of it. So It's big, especially the way they shoot these three. So six yeah. is a, a big number there. You know? Is it Brad Underwood? Is that who's coaching Illinois now? I, don't know. I thought Lon Kruger coaches Oklahoma. I have no, no idea. No, Lon Kruger coaches, coaches Oklahoma. <laughs> he, he was back, you know, back in the 80s, right? How, was he back in like the uh, Kendall Gill days back then? Who was running? The I'm not back as then? old as you, so I might not know that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the flying oh. Illini back in the, well, whatever. I love my old school late 80s, 90s. Oh. I am mad at you. I got into basketball in like <laughs> 91, 92. So like that's my genre where I start learning. Um, oh okay, goodness. so. Children. We have children on the show <laughs> staying up late tonight, everybody. <laughs> I was 11. Okay. Um, okay, so we're going to move into the Pac-12. Um, we're going to talk Cal and Oregon. Uh, Cal. Huh. 13 and 16. They're on a two-game winning streak. Just took down Utah, 86 to 79 in overtime, uh, but on the road they kind of stink, one and eight. Oregon <laughs> Ducks, yeah. 22 and seven, number 13 in the nation, number two in the Pac-12. They've won four of their last five. Two of those were in a row. 
Last one was against Oregon State, 69 to 54. That was like a revenge game, if you ask me. They are undefeated at home, 15 and 0. They are laying anywhere <coughs> from 15 to 16 points. And I got to tell you, I'm a little bit afraid of Cal this season because they always do something when I don't think they're going to, and I don't think they're going to, so they're probably going to cover 15. What do you think? Total 131 <laughs> and a half. Yep, I'm seeing 15 and a half, 131 and a half. Yeah, and you know, this is just the start. We have these huge game, big numbers in our in our preview show today. These games coming up, and I, you know, you see the 15 and 0 at home in Oregon. I like Oregon. I, I, I dropped the future on them just today at FanDuel. I went up there. I'm like, oh, let me grab it here uh, for some Final Four action. Where'd you get it at? Uh, but um, I don't even. I don't have the ticket in front of me. I can't. Oh, I don't enough. know what it is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Um, so. I, I do. I like the points, believe it or not, here, Cal. I know it's, listen, yeah. one and eight on the road. They're terrible offensively. They got one guy scoring double digits. You think, how are they competing here? But, you know, two wins, so they're they're playing kind of tough. They're playing better. They are 7-9 in Pac-12 play. So I don't know if that says a lot about the Pac-12, how mediocre it is. But 9-1 against the number last 10 times up here playing Oregon. So we got that working in our favor. So I'm going to take the 15 and a half. It's a big number. Cal, hey, you know, let's play season wrecker. You know, they're undefeated at home here, the Ducks. Obviously, they'll be pumped up, but a uh, 15 and a half, big number. Cal, the trends are in our favor. And they've been playing better two of the last three. That's the kind of thing you look at for a bad team, even though obviously not delivering on the road, but, I, you know, I'm taking it, taking 15 and a half, whatever I can get here. I'm sure I'll probably go up too. I'm, I'm, I don't see this line coming down. It's open to 14, I saw, and that's up to 15 and a half. So, see, on my paper, I have 16. So, so that's yeah. where it was at some point during the day. Yeah, when I was it doing was 14. <laughs> it was 14 this afternoon around three, four o'clock. I saw the 14 ends up to 15 and a half. So dang. listen, yeah, yeah. people are going to take work. Come on. It's a, you see one and eight on the road, 15 and no ranked team. People are going to lay it. Oh yeah. Worry, Joe public I'm is not. all over that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dogging it. Ugly dog for sure. <laughs> all right. Doing the dog catcher. Okay. So let's go to Washington state and Arizona. This is another one with a crud ton of points. Uh, Washington state yep. 15 and 14 lost four in a row before they beat the Washington Huskies. They're in state rival. Uh, 78 to 74. That bumped up their road record to two and seven. Go Cougs. Um, I'm a big fan of CJ Ellaby. I got to say that, but I don't know how they're going to fare against Arizona at home. They've been really hot all season, 19 and 10. They have lost three straight. Last one was at UNLV, or sorry, I wish, UCLA, <laughs> who's number one in the Pac-12, uh, 69 to 64. So it was a close one. At home, they're 12 and 3. I'm showing Arizona minus 16 down to minus 15. That total jump from 138 to 140 and a half. What do you think about this one? I'm thinking that Washington State, off a huge double digit underdog road win over a bitter rival, mm -hmm. they're going to get wrecked today in Arizona. I'm going to lay this big number 15. I'd be, I'd be comfortable if it was 19 or 20. I think it's going to be a. A 20-point blowout. Arizona's a young team, a lot of young players, but at this stage of the game, we're in March. So yeah. they're they're not freshmen anymore. They're, they've established themselves. We're at the end of conference play. Mm -hmm. So, listen, this is going to be a good team. If these guys stay, I know guys love hopping to the NBA after a year. Man, if these guys stay another year or two, man, this would be a really good team. But here, I don't I mean, again, everything went into the last game for Washington State. So, for me, that angle, big – uh, upset win there. What do you got? You're going to lay an egg here. Arizona taking care of business. 15, 
Uh, let's go. 15. We're laying it. Arizona. All right. Nothing to lay say. That's just, it's just one of those spots. Lay it. No, I feel you. I mean, I totally agree. I hate laying that many. I don't really lay that many points. But, man, if I had to bet on this game, that's the way I would bet it. I think you're absolutely right. I've seen Arizona jack some people up this season. So and that's what, and listen, we put the videos out. We put all the TV games and stuff like that. You just don't have, you don't have to bet it if it's on TV, like you said. If, but yeah. if, you're, if you're looking for an angle to bet this game, you think of states in off a huge upset win. Mm-hmm. Where are they going from there? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're two and seven on the road. They're going nowhere. Well, Arizona's that was their championship, you know. It's like that they're, was their cha- that was their big moment of the season. They're playing for seeding in the NCAA. They got a lot to prove here, so they'll take yeah. care of it in a big way. All right, last one. We're going to the Big Ten, super lopsided matchup. But weird things <laughs> happen in these lopsided matchups. Another huge point spread. We're talking Nebraska and the Michigan Wolverines. Nebraska seven and twenty-two. They've lost fourteen games in a row. <laughs> Uh, last one was against Northwestern in overtime. I mean, if you're losing yeah. to Northwestern in overtime, Northwestern. that's no good for you, man. Um, the, on the road, they're the only, the only team behind them in the big yeah. ten. Well, and the only team behind their two and sixty. Northwestern's been at the bottom of that like the whole season, yes. and like I'm sure they had a party there in Northwestern. Like we're not the bottom anymore. Um, oh, yeah. But on the road, Nebraska's 0 and 10, unimpressive, and they're rolling into Michigan. Michigan had a really rough week. They played two teams that shoot a lot of threes, Wisconsin and Ohio State, and they just couldn't keep up. So they're looking for some more defense. Uh, They lost at Ohio State 77-63. I think they're ticked off. I think they're ready to play. Michigan minus 17 is a huge number, though. What do you think? 148.5 is our total. What do you think about that? we got about two minutes to go. 17.5, that's a a huge number. Um, Listen, this Michigan team, remember how they start here. Be Creighton by 10. Uh, yep. A good North Carolina team at the time, they were 100%, and they were supposed to be good, even though they had a bad year. Beat them by nine. Beat Gonzaga. Uh, they lost to Louisville, but uh, I'm not blaming them for that. Then yeah. they hit a little mm-hmm. lump in the road. They had some, you know, little health issues. Guys go down. I get it. New head coach. It's like a rookie coming in there. But this team now, I, I'm not only I'm not 17 and a half. I think they'll win this game. I like them, but I'm going to go under the 148 and a half because Nebraska, they can't score 58% on the line. I mean, they got two guys who could shoot over 43% from the field. That's not, that's not even keeping you in a, in a back door at 17 points. We got two guys shooting over 43%. So right. uh, I'm going to go under 148 and a half and I, I, I can't get behind that. That's a, that's a big number. Who knows? Michigan could be angry and win this by 20 or they can go through the motions and win by 15 and you're down by a hook. So let's just go under. Low All scoring. right. Take the under in Michigan, Nebraska, under 148 and a half. I remember at the very beginning of the season while all the tournaments were going on, the Maui and all that, I remember watching Michigan play and telling my man, they are going to be a really good team this year. And then, yeah, unfortunately, they did slump a little bit, but it seems like they're pulling it all back together. And how cool is it to see Juwan Howard back on that court again? I love that. Yeah, he was he was my favorite Fab Fiver back in the yeah, day. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Weber, Jim Rose, but I like Howard's game. He was just like workmanlike under the basket there. Boards rebound, so I liked his game. And you know, listen, we see how Beeline's doing in the uh, NBA. Not too good. That's kind of maybe a mistake leaving. <laughs> yeah, uh, it happens. <laughs> All right, Sean. Well, uh, you, thank you. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say you can't blame. I mean, there's what? I mean, NBA teams. Thirty. You know, guys jump for NFL college spots from or the NBA, whatever the case may be. There's only 32 of them. You got to take a shot, I guess. You know? Yep. All right, Sean, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for the free picks. And we will be right back with Craig Trapp and the NBA Picks of the Day. 
Hey y'all, welcome back. The intermission is over. The third period is about to begin and I have got Craig Trapp, El Guapo, with all your NBA picks for Thursday, March the 5th. Craig, are you there? Yeah, excited. Uh, we start the uh, weekend party early tonight with a little NBA action. Just four games on the slate, and uh, but two really good ones. Um, I think these are what the TNT games tonight, uh, the Clippers-Rockets and Raptors-Warriors. Indeed. Okay, so let's start out with the Clippers and the Rockets. Uh, Clippers, 42-19. and 19. This should be a really fun game is what I'm thinking because both of these teams are healthy. They're both rocking and rolling. Clippers won five straight. Last one was at OKC, 109-94. to uh, Rockets, 39-21. and 20, 21. They were on a win streak, and then they lost to the Knicks, which was, like, weird to lose at the Knicks, 125-123. to 123. But they're 7-3 and three in their last 10. I'm showing the Clippers minus one uh, and the total of 237. What do you think about this? Well, actually, the line is actually flipped to Houston minus one with 237, uh, which is, you know, that makes more I don't think it's going to gonna be that close. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be close. I really don't. I don't, you know, Houston, the small lineup, it worked at first. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think teams have started to figure this out. I mean, when you lose to the Knicks, I think that the, the word is out on how to how to beat you. And this Clippers team, once they've got healthy, they have been mowing teams down, like you said, five in a row, uh, both straight up and against the spread. I like the Clippers here uh, getting the one point. I think they win outright. I just think um, Kawhi has kind of circled the wagons and said, all right, guys, it's time to quit messing around. Everybody's going to play. We're going to get this right, and we're going to be ready, even if they don't get the uh, top top seed uh, from, of course, the, the Lakers. As long as they get the two seed, they're going to avoid – of course, having to play the Lakers until the finals. I think the Clippers here put a little uh, exclamation point here and send a little message to Houston and James Harden and Westbrook and the two MVPs there that uh, this Clippers team is just a way more balanced team, and they don't play small ball. They will punish you in the paint. I think that's what the Clippers do tonight. Um, I also think the total is a nice play here, Allie. I don't know. Um, 237 mm -hmm. is high, but yeah. – not for the Houston Rockets team that plays no defense. So I think the over here is a solid play as well. I think I'd probably parlay these together. Uh, I think if the Clippers win, this one easily goes over that 237. So instead of getting, you know, for every 11, you get $10 back. Uh, you bet, you know, 10, you get 28 back. So I think I would take the Clippers and the over here for our opening game on TNT tonight. All right. Well, there you have it. Craig's first pick is a parlay. Clippers plus one and the over. I like it a lot. Now we're going to move to the 76ers and the Kings. Ugh, 76ers. 37 and 25. They've lost their last two, both on the road. We've talked about it a lot of times. They're a great home team, really bad road team. Uh, just went down to the Lakers, 120 to 107. They are six and four in their last 10, though. They're going to go into Sacramento, 27 and 34. They've won three in a row. They've kind of picked up a little hot streak here. This is also the third home game in a row. Uh, just beat Washington Wizards, 133 to 126. I feel like this is one of those games where, like, you don't want to let season totals and records fool you. That, like, Joe Public looks at this and they're like, 76ers. But really, the Kings could be the play here. At minus five. I saw it move down to minus four and a half. What do you think about this? Am I totally off? I could be. I sometimes am. No, I think I think you're right on. This Sixers team on this road trip has 
you know, they're just really banged up and they weren't good on the road. Like you said before, eight, 22 and two. I mean, that's their against the spread record on the road. So I don't know how you can have any faith in the Sixers now that they're banged up, that that's going to turn around. So to me, um, I think they, they lose again here. I think they not only do they lose, they don't cover. And in a pretty lopsided game, I mean, this is just a Sixers team that when they lost Jimmy Butler, that was really the guy that could pull a team together, you know, a, a leader. I just don't think they have a clear-cut leader. I think it should be uh, probably your point guard, Ben Simmons. But, you know, I don't think Embiid will let him be. Yeah, well, he's out. Plus, I don't think Embiid will let him do that. And you know, he kind of wants too. to hold that. <laughs> and he's out. Yeah, so I, I think that you have that strife on the team. And, you know, we've seen that not always the best team doesn't win. Um, let's remember that Pistons team that they just were really good five players. And that's what the Sixers need. They need that cohesion. They don't have it. This Kings team starting to get that. And I think uh, we're going to see this Kings team push. I don't know if they'll end up 500 this year, but I think they're going to end up close. I think they're going to close strong. I like the Sacramento Kings minus five here. Mm-hmm. And I also think if you're going to play this over, I think I would play this one over as well. I just think the Kings are a very good offensive team in the Sixers. One of the reasons why they're so bad on the road is their defensive effort is just atrocious, terrible, non-existent, to be honest. So let's take the over as well. I don't think I'd parlay this one, but I, the stronger play is definitely on the Sacramento Kings minus five against a banged-up Sixers unit that uh, just can't can't right the ship here. All right. There you have it. Okay, so I've got two other games, but there aren't lines out. Oh, wait. No, I have Raptors-Warriors. I got a line on that. Uh, so Raptors, 43 and 18. Both of these teams are really banged up, uh, but Raptors have won six of their last <clears> ten. <throat> Uh, coming off a win at the Suns, 123 to 114. That's no huge feat, and neither will be beating the Warriors. They're 14 and 48. They have won two of their last 10, and two of those were in their last five games. Coming off a win at Denver, not an easy place to play, 116 to 100, but their home record is 7 and 24. So I'm showing the Raptors minus 10 and a half, and the total at 226. What do you think about that? Well, this, these lines actually came off the board. And the reason why, guess who's back? Yes, Allie. Back again. Steph Curry is Curry's back. Curry's back. Uh, so the friend. line has come Sorry. off the board. I would imagine this line is going to end up in that seven to eight range. Okay. Um, just because, you know, the Steph Curry effect. I think it sounds like he's going to be on a minutes restriction, even though they say he's in unbelievable shape. He was practicing with the, D-le- uh, the G League team um, earlier this week. And I guess he, he missed the game-winning shot. Uh, in, in their little tr- in their little uh, scrimmage they had, but I guess he would look very, very good. So I think he'll play well. Raptors team are just a better team. That's just yeah. the facts. I mean, even when they were banged up this year, they've been very, very good, especially at home. I wish they were at home here. Be <laughs> I know over, you, you know, do. How, how much I, I like the Raptors at home all year, but I think you still have to play the Raptors. As long as it's in that seven to eight, eight and a half range, I would play the Raptors. If it gets to that 10, then I think you're going to see Golden State. Let's remember they just won in Denver without Steph Curry. So if you get Steph Curry back, maybe uh, we see a a big – we've seen these this year, these huge upsets in not only college basketball but also in the NBA where 10-point favorites, uh, 10-point underdogs went outright by five or six points. And remember, this Golden State team did it. Not only did they do it against Denver last time out, they also did it uh, Christmas Day. Yeah, Christmas Day on Houston. (laughs) That's what happens you bet against – you bet against the goods team, the good side. This is yeah. like, you know, that's evil. 
evil is the Houston Rockets. No, that's what not basketball. Evil. That's the basketball what shouldn't be. The isolation, that's not good basketball. The Warriors basketball, sharing the ball, that's what has changed the NBA. That's what the Lakers are doing now. Uh, the Bucks are doing it. I mean, you see, that's the new, uh, you know, the way teams, the really good teams play in the NBA. And the Warriors started that all. I think it it's back tonight with Steph Curry. I just think they lose by that, you know, nine, you know, about nine points. So play this game accordingly, depending on where this line comes out. All right. Play it accordingly. Anything? Oh, no, we don't have a total. It was 226, but I'm assuming that'll move around and probably be. Different. I guess it'll go up. It'll go up? Y'all, Steph Curry's playing. You know, they're yeah. going to score way more points. Just All him right. being on the court, everybody else is going to get open shots. When everybody else is going to bet on the Warriors, too, just as soon as he steps his little Davidson butt out there, That's money's right. coming in on him. Okay, so this is the one that I don't have a line on. Maybe you do. Maybe you could just project one for me because you're very good at doing that. Um, I'm talking Denver and Charlotte. The Nuggets coming off that loss we were talking about to the Warriors, 116 to 110. They're 41 and 20 for the season. They've won six of their last 10. I've liked the Nuggets all year, I must say. Um, and they're playing uh, the Charlotte Hornets, who I really wanted to like and I just kind of can't like. They're 21 and 40. Uh, they've lost two in a row. Both of those games were at home. 104 to 103 to the Spurs was their last one. Um, they're only averaging like 102 points a game. They're giving up 109. I don't I kind of feel ovary on this, but I'm not sure what the total is. So lay it on me. Well, I expect this line. I see the advanced line at uh, six or seven, depending on where you look at it, uh, in favor of, of course, Denver. Uh -huh. um, I expect the total to be in the, the low 220s or high two you know 218 to 220 probably range i think you have to look at denver in a bounce back spot i mean not only did they lose to golden state i mean it was never close and a team that has championship aspirations you want to bounce back and what better way to do it in charlotte you know other than, unless michael decides to you know turn back the clock 20 years and come back mid-season form for the chicago bulls type stuff and he plays for the hornets that ain't happening, so mm -mm. I think the Denver Nuggets go in there and take care of business, win by double digits, and, you know, put that put that loss behind them. Just yeah. remember, they they can't – they do not want to be the four seed in, in the West. They want to make sure they end up as a three seed. That way they'll most likely play the Clippers. I think that's a much better matchup for them than the Lakers uh, for themselves. So I think, uh, you know, these games are going to be very important down the line for the Western Conference's top three or four teams to – see who gets the, you know, one, two, three, four seeds. And I think Denver puts that that momentum or that uh, motivation behind them and uh, forgets about that ugly loss against Golden State. I feel like they're going to have to. Sometimes that happens, but they're in a great spot. You know, at least you're not playing back-to-back -back really tough competition. Like, this is the spot to get your stuff back together and get back on track. So there it is. You, Guys, can, you can only hope to have the Hornets on every night for the rest of the year. Or it's like, you, when we play the Hornets, and when do we play the Knicks? Right. If we can play those two teams in most nights, we're probably going to be pretty good. You know, let's play teams that like the Hawks. They don't play any defense either. Right. It's, it's, there's, there's about eight teams, you know, uh, in the league. Unfortunately, Golden State was one of them, and they beat them, that you can just circle and say these are wins yeah. or most likely wins. Uh, but that caught them last game. So I don't think they'll overlook this team twice. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, that wraps up our game. So tell me about you. We've got a few quick minutes. What kind of specials do you have going on at picksandparlays.net? 
Well, we just uh, put up the March Madness packages for so you can get every uh, any of your handicappers. So go to their handicapping page and you can get all their college basketball plays through the national championship. I think it's like two nineteen ninety nine. I believe it is. Um, so uh, th- that price is I think one ninety nine. Usually the um, once the brackets out. So basically you get these um, week and a half for almost free. So make sure you take advantage of it on, you know, you can use that extra bonus, use that bonus code March. You can save an additional 15% and get every college basketball play from either myself, uh, Sean Higgs, uh, you know, Alex Smart or any of our 35 experts and many of them that are on here on the show daily. Don't forget about Mr. March. All right. The Lord of the big dance, old Joe Duffy. All right. (laughs) He's quite the picker. Um, hey, okay. You hey. never know. That's why we we keep the records is uh, season to season. You never know. You just jump on the hot guy. Yeah, that's just well, jumping on the hot guys status <laughs> quo. Okay. <laughs> um, so just to clarify, because that's really cool. So you can get the the special package deal, and you can use the promo code and take fifteen percent off of it. Also. Absolutely. Yeah. We uh, the mark the code the promo codes are always good no matter what on whatever deals up. So uh, you get it for less than 200 bucks. So go over now and use that March uh, promo code at checkout. That is a sweet deal. That's value. And that's what we're trying to do for you here at Picks and Parlays, give you value. All right, Craig, it's great to see you as always. I'll check you out next week. I'll check you out throughout the week on the show and write down your picks because that's what I do. Um, and we'll see you soon. You guys grab a pen and a paper. We're going to be right back. I'm going to recap all of the picks that we've gone through today right after this break. Hey, guys. It has been a great show today. Thanks for checking back in with us at Picks and Parlays. Don't forget you can check us out every Monday through Friday streaming live right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern and 1 p.m. Pacific. And check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We are always updating those sites with free picks, quick videos about how to bet, what to bet, who to bet and where. Uh, And so if you missed any of the show, don't worry about it. I'm going to go over the picks for you right now. So it was a great show, National Multiple Personalities Day, and I had some multiple personalities today. Alex Smart was one of them. He gave us his NHL picks. He says in the Boston-Florida game, take Boston at minus 140. Sean Higgs came on. He was talking college basketball for us. Illinois at Ohio State. He says take Illinois plus six. Nebraska at Michigan, take the under in that game, 148.5. Cal at Oregon, get all those points. Take Cal, plus 15.5. And And for Washington State at Arizona, let's lay all those points with the Wildcats. Take Arizona. Finish things up with El Guapo, Craig Trapp, and his NBA picks. Got some good ones tonight. Clippers at the Rockets. Take the Clippers plus one, 76ers at the Kings. Take the Kings minus five. And just a little sharp betting tip from Craig Trapp himself. Keep an eye on that Warriors game. Seth Curry, not Seth, that's the other one. Steph Curry is back tonight, so keep your eye on that line. My name's Allie Burns. You can check me out on Twitter at Plus Money Honey. And it has been a pleasure as always. I'll see you guys next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday right here on Picks and Parlays, where all we do is bet, win, repeat.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.